Hi, I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Ainsley. We're cousins and best friends. We live right next door to each other. We're both seven. We were born three months apart. A lot of people think we're twins. Thanks for listening to the Something Epic for Kid podcast. We'll talk about fashion tips, friendship advice, stuff we learned in school, and most of all, the epicest topics we know about. We always want to hear from you. Email us at somethingepicforkids at gmail.com. Let's get started. What do you want to talk about this week, Elizabeth? Hmm, fashion tips. No, Elizabeth. We're going to talk about... Headline it! Headline it! What troubles me? It's new. As Ainsley said, we're going to talk about what troubles me. Ainsley, can you explain it? Yes, I can. So, I am going to say, Elizabeth, and then I'm going to say what this is what's troubling me. And Elizabeth's going to, like, tell me some advice. It might help our listeners, too. And then Elizabeth's going to do the same thing with me. Mm -hmm. Do you guys understand? Good. What's troubling me, Elizabeth? It's my fractions homework. I'm not doing so good at it, and I feel like it's really hard for me. Maybe you should, like, stop thinking about other things. Like, stop thinking about what you did today, what bad I don't do that. Today. I only think about my homework. Well, if you think about your homework even more and try to, like, visualize things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But how does it help me? It helps you because you turn off your brain and make other things go away. So you're thinking about only your homework and thinking about what your problem is. I think that's good advice. Listeners, you should listen to that. So maybe that can help you with your fractions homework, if you have any. Elizabeth, what's troubling you? Mm, I don't have many things troubling me. What's the main thing? Hmm. I don't really have anything troubling me. Like, everything is perfect in your life. Well, not perfect. Some things just aren't Which that one? perfect. Okay, so note one of the things that isn't that perfect. One of the things that my brother sometimes bosses me around, and I really don't like it. My advice is that you just stay calm. Don't think about what he's saying. Think about what you're doing. He loves you. And don't get him back for it. Be nice to him and maybe he'll be nice to you is basically what I'm yeah. saying. And keep calm even when he says something mean. Mm -hmm. That was our segment. Bye. This segment is Pi Day segment. Well, I want to tell you that it's about Pi Day, which is... Pi is the circumference of a circle. Here's how much I've learned. We've learned the same amount. 3.141592653535. Those are the digits of Pi we know. But it's only about 13. Let's see. 3.141592653535. It's exactly 13. She was exactly correct. 13. But, I mean, that's not much, but it's hard to memorize. We learned only 13, but our, our friend, friend at school, school has learned 143 digits of pi. I think that's really impressive. It is. Let's all give him a round of applause. And he has beat the second grade record.
sure nobody in second grade has gone that far. Everything since our school started, he has beat everything. Like, every second grader has not gone that far. He must have been practicing a lot. And he only had five days to do that. And the record used to be 129, but now our friend has raised it to 143. And you, if you aren't our friend, should be really proud. And if you are our friend, then you should be proud of yourself. Pi Day is on Saturday, March 14th. Our whole school celebrated, and you know what? What? This year is the only year, because it's 3.1415. So, it's 2015, so it's really... Tomorrow is the only day! So, celebrate on Saturday, because 3.1415 is waiting for you. And, math nerds everywhere are celebrating tomorrow. So, I think that you better celebrate Pi Day. Thanks for listening to our Pi Day segment. Bye. This segment is Nature Justice. Elizabeth, can you explain it? Well, Nature Justice is when you tell something about nature that you would like to tell about. Well, since the snow is melting and it's becoming spring, in the car when we were coming home from school today, we saw the snow was melting and near a place where an old TV or whatever it is was, there were loads of litter. You could see cans, wrappers. I could even see a Wendy's wrapper with a hamburger inside of it. There were rotten eggs. There was like everything. And we're beginning to think that nature can't stand it anymore, that people just need to stop littering. Tip, rotten eggs are not litter. It's decomposable. We're beginning to think that people should not litter because it's bad for the animals and nature. And if you litter, you should really think about it. Yeah, and it's bad for the animals because they could come by and not know what it is and actually eat it and they could get really sick and even die. I'm hoping that people can stop littering and also start to be more useful to trash cans. I have a world-to-world connection with Elizabeth. I have read a book once. A turtle came and thought a Ziploc bag was a jellyfish. And so she ate it and she got problems. And she had to go to hospital for animals. Yes, this is a true story. And she she got really sick. And it took three years for her to return to the ocean. So littering is really bad. People who litter are lazy. Because they just say, well, I'm just going to throw it here instead yeah. of throwing it into, into, so, like, into that trash can So, like, they there. just go and walk over, and then they just throw it on the ground, and they don't care about it. I'm too lazy to go over there. I don't understand why people don't, don't just use trash cans. That's why trash cans were invented. Yeah. I'm also hoping that, well, if people litter, if the animals eat it, they could get really sick and die. And that's the bad thing. Animals could get really rare just because of litter. That is what I think we need to work on in nature justice. What do you think, Elizabeth? Yeah. But one thing, I'm glad it's spring. Thanks for listening. This is the segment. How fun is spring break? Really fun. You will understand as Elizabeth explains it, and we will talk about it together. Okay, are you ready for the explanation? Yes. Here you go. Well, in school, we have a two-week spring break, and it's the first day of spring break, which is the first day of spring. We wanted to talk about how much fun we're going to have and how many things we're going to do. What would be your perfect Saturday? 
I think that my perfect Saturday, I wake up in the morning, I have a book all set out for me, and I drink a mug of cocoa by the fire, and then I play outside with Elizabeth, then I watch a few movies, then for lunch I have a plate of grilled cheese, I play outside some more and watch some more movies, and then I have some Mexican food for dinner, and then I go to bed. That would be the idea of my perfect Saturday. How about you? Well, I wake up in the morning, I eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich breakfast, and then I go outside with my mother and play with Ainsley, and I watch a movie with her, and then have lunch, which would be... I have an idea. For lunch, you could come over to mine and have a grilled cheese sandwich. That would be nice, and then I could go back home, watch a movie, have dinner, steak, and then I would go to bed. What would be the idea of my perfect Sunday? Actually, it would be basically the same thing as Saturday, except different things for the meals, like Rice Krispies and peanut butter and jelly for lunch, and then steak for dinner. What's yours? For me, it's the same thing as Saturday, different meals, and I would play with Ainsley at her house. For the breakfast, I would have Cheerios, and then for lunch, I would have beans. For dinner, I would have Mexican food. What do you think you would like for Monday, 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 Monday? So, I think, I was asking myself, not you. Well, what I would do is still wake up in the morning, go next door, ask Ainsley if she can go outside with me, and for lunch, I would have sushi and then for dinner mexican food mine would be wake up and go to the state fair and we would love it and we would get presents and everything and we would eat breakfast lunch and dinner there and it doesn't really matter what it is so i'm just not going to tell you that was one big long sentence was that one sentence yeah that'd be about 30 words for tuesday in the morning i would wake up have breakfast which would be a little fruit and then go outside, play with Ainsley in the treehouse. Mm. And then I would come inside and do what I'm doing now, which is the podcast. And then I would have lunch, leftover bean stew from Sunday. I would go to Walmart, buy some cookies for dessert. And then when I got home, I went back inside and played with Ainsley. Then I ate dinner. And then I would have dessert, which would be those cookies that we bought at Walmart. Mine would be wake up, have a perfect breakfast, um, which would be cupcakes, have a day in front of the fire, and then go to bed and have a sleepover at my house. Okay, that's great. <laughs> my turn. For mine, I would go to Grandma and Grandpa's house with Ainsley and stay there all day and have a sleepover, be at their house, and we would have fun, maybe play upstairs. And then we would go to bed. For my Friday, I would go somewhere with Ainsley. That somewhere is my nanny and papa's house she's never been to. Mine would be the kids of the two houses, which is Elizabeth's family and my family, would come together. Three kids. There are four kids. Which three do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, my mom's pregnant. Okay. Us Three kids who are already out of out of their mother's stomachs. Us three kids would go and watch movies. 
Then, right before dinner, we would watch Garfield. Then, we have something called the Awesome Club, where everybody is rude to each other, and we wipe our food on our sleeves. We call each other jerks. But it was my brother's idea. And then we would go and watch some more Garfield. Garfield. That would be the best day of my life. And we are going to see you at the next segment. Okay, we're going to talk about social justice. And what that's going to be is, well, I think English should tell. Well, since you're leaving it to me, we are doing (laughs) social justice, poor people. It's about all those people on the road, you know, they're starving. And we're thinking that we can do something to help them. Well, I think we should, like, go to McDonald's and get some food for him. Them. Yeah, them. And give it to them, and they would feel good. And it's good that one person that we see a lot when we go to school, he gathers up all the trash and put them in trash bags that people give him. And he's really nice to do that because there's tons of litter there. And even though he's poor, he can still do great things. I went to India once. And there were bridges and everything, just like in America. But unlike America, and guess what were in the bridges? Poor people. They were starving. Many people in India are like that. We're not just talking about hungry people. We're also talking about thirsty people. At school, we had this water program, which made us get on the news, which was kind of embarrassing. And we had, like, this big talk about how people need water. If they don't have it in a week, then they will die. And we were trying to raise money to make, like, a big pipe. You know how the pipes we have in America? They don't have that in Africa. So we're trying to help the Africans and make a pump so they can pump up water easily instead of having to travel miles and miles away from school and miss their education to fill up containers with water. And it's dirty water. And another thing Like Ainsley said, it's so dirty. There has been mud in that, worms in that, even human waste. True. And they have to, like, get things in, like, cups and barrels made of wood and scoop up that water, and that's what they have to drink. And we succeeded. We were trying to get about 5,200. We got about 8,200. So we did really we well. We had to drink only water for two weeks, right? Yep, two weeks. The whole school, well, actually the whole lower school. Yeah, lower school. And it it made a big change for the Africans. They actually thanked us. I forget how they thanked us because they don't have phones like we do. But anyway, they thanked us. And now we have a pump for Africa so they don't have to go that long way. So, listeners, we can make a difference in the world, and so can you. If you make a difference in the world, other people will be very happy about that, and they'll have enough water for themselves, and they'll start to drink it and be very happy, so we can make a difference, and that's good. And to add to that, we should feel lucky that we have all these things. And also, if you start telling other people to do what we just told you to do, help poor people like that, then you may even tell the principal of your school to like to do something like the water program that we had in our school. Mm-hmm. And you could make a difference in the world. Everybody can. 
Everybody can make a difference, and well... Even poor people can make a difference. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's all we're going to say. Thanks for listening. Bye. This segment is book reviews. Elizabeth, can you explain it? Yes. Book reviews is when you talk about a book. It doesn't have to be one that you like. It can actually be one that you really, really hated. Ainsley, do you want me to do mine first, or you? You can do yours. Okay. My book review is about a book that we read in school. I really liked it. It was called The Birchbark House. And I like that Mrs. McKay could help us with it. And it's about a little girl, Omake, I guess. It's hard to pronounce her name. That was found on an island by this guy named Hat. And Hat was going to tell his wife, Old Tallow. And Omakias gets adopted by a family, and she meets Old Tallow. At the end of the book, Old Tallow tells her what really happened. And that she had smallpox when she was on the island. And people believe that the sickness called smallpox, if you have it once, you can never have it again. And so everybody that she lived with had smallpox, except for Old Tallow and Omake, I guess, because she already had smallpox on the island. And Nokobis, who is Omakia's grandmother. I liked this book because I thought it was very interesting how if you have smallpox, you can't ever have it again. And I also liked the part where Niwu, Omakia's little brother, was sick. Omakia's held him. And she even held him when he died. And these people, they were Native Americans. They were the ones that um, were going to get moved out of their island. So they couldn't live there anymore because the Chumukimanag, the white men, wanted their island. Wanted their home. Mm-hmm. Wanted everything they had. I would recommend the Birchbark House because I think it's really interesting. There are some funny parts. And even some sad parts. Well, a lot of sad parts. Yeah. Especially when Niwu dies. I really love the book, too. Ainsley, do you have a book review that you want to share? Yes. Book reviews can be any kinds of books. So this one is a comic. It is called Calvin and Hobbes. It's about a very bad, bad boy named Calvin. Mischievous. Mischievous, but bad too. He destroys his house sometimes. He's he's jumped off the window before. And then he has a tiger named Hops, a stuffed tiger. But when he looks at it, it becomes real and he plays with it, but only he can see that. And he hated going to school. He was bad he was a bad schooler. He was a very bad boy. But he loved Hobbes with all his heart. In one of the comic strips Calvin lost Hobbs. And, and for a night, he, and, he couldn't sleep. He was crying all night. And in one of the comic strips, he, like, in school, asked for a drink at the drinking fountain. And, like, five minutes later, his teacher's like, Where's Calvin? He should be back by now. And he's actually in his locker getting a superhero costume on, and he gets stuck in his locker. And he has to go to the principal's office. And back to the comic strip I was talking about. Since Calvin really hates girls, which is pretty, well, I hate it because I am a girl. One of the girls in his neighborhood named Susie picks Hobbs up and said, Looks like a dog's been chewing on you, fella. But it's still stuffed. 
because only Calvin can see that it's a real tiger. And so she has a fake tea party with stuffed animals. Susie says, hey, Calvin, want to come over for an RT party? And he says, no, I'm looking for my best friend. I'm too busy. And then he says, I should ask Susie if she has seen Hobbs. So he says, Susie, I... And then she sees Hobbs and he says, Hobbs! And then he kisses her says, oh my gosh, Susie, thank you, 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 He is like so happy, so overjoyed to see his best friend again. I'd recommend this book because it's actually hilarious. There are some sad parts, some happy parts, some really funny parts. And it's by Bill Watterson. I would very recommend this book. I love Calvin and Hobbes. Tell us what books you think we should review. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Today we're going to talk about animal justice. Ainsley, can you explain it? Animal justice is when you feel sorry for animals and you have feelings for them. This topic is fish. My aunt said that in the aquarium, like, there's this place, it's called the reef, I think. Yeah, it's called the reef. And she said that there is someone that said, I need new fish because my betta finally died. It's like that person wanted her betta to die. Yeah, it's like she did. Fish are pets, and they're like dogs dying. Yeah. You would want a dog to die? No. Like, why would you want a bed of fish to die? Like when my mom was pregnant with me right then. She cried when her bed of fish died. That's the kind of person we want people to be to fish. It's not just to fish, though. Many other animals. It's like for rats. A bunny that, let's say, died, and you're like, oh, finally, I get to get rid of the bunny. And there's another person that was new, and that person was like, don't rabbits live as long as plants, like two weeks? No, don't fish live. Oh, like, sorry, fish. And and I'm, and um, that means that they don't take care of their fish very well because they only survived for two weeks. Yeah, and I have a goldfish. It's actually not mine. It belongs to Elizabeth's family. Their friend gave it to them. So it's a little over five years old. So that is not two weeks. A little over five years is very, very far from two weeks. Yeah, and I'm very disappointed in the person that said my betta fish finally died. Because it's I feel like, sad for those betta fish. Yeah, and people don't care about betta fish anymore because they're so She small. would have been walking around the betta fish. When are these betta fish going to die? die? She doesn't care about fish. Why would you get a fish? Why would you get a fish aquarium? She owned that place. Yeah, why? Why would you get a fish if you're all you all you want it to do is die? Like the person who owned the fish aquarium said that. I'm like, why would you own a fish aquarium then? Yeah. Because if you just be nice to fish, because they're living things. They're small, but they're not bad. You don't want them to die. I think people should be more nice to fish. Small things have great power. Mm Mm-hmm. Be nice to fish. Always remember and tell other people. Thanks for listening. Bye. And now we will do a letter from our listeners. Here's what it says. Thank you. Ainsley and Elizabeth, Jenna and I enjoyed your podcast very much. Thanks for letting us know about it. It was a lot of fun. You both are very funny. Looking forward to more epic episodes. Love, 
Michelle and Jenna. Michelle and Jenna, thanks for the email, wherever you are. We're glad that we received an email, and we would like all of our listeners to send us as many emails as they would like. If you do not like our podcast, then you don't like our podcast, and you can send us an email about it. If you want us to improve, you can tell us what, what you want us to improve. Tell us what you want us to improve on if you don't like it. Yep. We will respond to your emails as soon as we can. Well, we don't have a lot of time, so if your email is not answered soon, then I'm very sorry. You'll just have to wait. I'm glad that we got an email. Thanks for listening. That's the podcast for this week. We would love to hear from you. What do you want us to talk about? Send us an email at somethingabookforkids at gmail.com. We might read your letter on our podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or at somethingepicforkids.com. Thanks for listening. Bye from Ainsley and Elizabeth.